G'day, everybody. Welcome to the Players Podcast, episode number four. I'm As, and this is Bop. Uh, guess we'll just Hello. get straight into it. Episode number, nothing special today. Uh, straight into our uh, sports around sports news around the world. I'll kick you, start things off with Bop. Oh, so the AFL trade periods just officially started the other day. Uh, only three moves so far with Marbio Chol going to the Gold Coast, Jay Kelly going to Essendon, and George Hewitt going to Carlton. Uh, do you want to take the cricket? Would love to take the cricket. All right, so in the women's uh, cricket, Australia versus India, the test was drawn uh, with rain delays being a contributing factor. Uh, being played up in the Gold Coast, which means the score right now uh, in, when it comes to test point, sorry, the series points and stuff, given it's the first multi sort of like over format. game, multi-format, thank you, multi-format uh, series, Australia is winning 6-4. Uh, I'll just quickly add one more thing onto the cricket. Oh, yeah. Um, in the IPL, the Indian Premier League for the cricket, Glenn Maxwell has scored a 50 in each of his last three games, which he's played. Don't tell me you're on good like cricket. You're on cricket.com.au right now, aren't you? No, I've just no. keep up to date with it. He's uh and he's actually got best on ground in all three of those games, which is he's getting good form coming up to the Cricket World Cup starting on the 17th of October. Looking forward to it. Um, NRL, the grand final just happened. Uh, the Penrith Panthers beat the Sydney Rabbitohs 14 to 12 in a very, very tight encounter to win the premiership. All right. In our beloved golf little uh, pocket here, uh, in the Euro Tour, Danny Willett uh, won the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship at 18 under. And in the PGA Tour, Sam Burns won the Sanderson, Sanderson Farms Champs at 22 under. There's your ball fest for the week. Uh, we've had uh, some people asking for some stuff about the NFL. So not that we have much knowledge, but uh, four rounds into the NFL standings, we've got uh, in the American Football Championship East, the Bills are on top. In the West, Raiders are on top. In the North, the Bengals, Ravens and Browns are all on top. And in the South, the Titans are on top. Then going over to the National Football uh, conference uh, in the East, Cowboys are on top. The West, Cardinals are on top. In the North, the Packers are on top. And then in the South, we've got the Buccaneers and the Panthers are on top. Get around the Buccaneers, mate. Gotta love Jack. Oh. Uh, gotta love Jack Brady. <laughs> Best punter in the league. I tell you what. <laughs> oh yeah, he's so yeah. good. Oh mate, sends the ball like twenty yards. All right. <laughs> Um, so moving on now, we'll, uh, I think Bop and I have teed up a bit of, uh, just a bit of a summary for each team in the AFL. Uh, so we'll just try and make this as quickly, as quick as possible. Uh, yeah. Bop, would you like to kick us off with uh, the Crows? Uh, yeah, with Adelaide. So we, we do a, we're just going to do a quick letter grade, what we've given them. Uh, and also just like maybe a quick little overview thing. So for Adelaide, we gave them a D just not a very good year. I mean, they, they did okay. They probably did a little bit better than expected, but still not that great. They found a uh, couple of good young players. They're uh, pick number two, I believe it is. Riley Philthorpe, he uh, made his start, uh, made his debut to the AFL and uh, he's proving to be uh, some uh, future talent for the Crows, which is uh, promising. True. 
It's true. Uh, moving on to Brisbane, we gave them a B because yeah. they did well, but then straight sets loss in the finals really like ruined their year because they had a pretty good chance of going far. But yeah, uh, mm. Carlton, so, what, Carlton, what have we given them? Uh, we've given them a D plus because uh, Sam Walsh is a star, but the rest of the team is so bad and they had to sack Teague. We, or th- they didn't have to sack Teague, but they, they sacked Teague. So, well, Teague yeah, looking at it though, looking at it though, next year, I feel like Carlton might make finals. Yeah. But they're just, I mean, Voss yeah. will be good. Oh, hopefully. Voss, new coach, good, lots of players coming across. If they can find yeah. some form, they'll be, they'll be good. Mm-hmm. Collingwood, uh, Bit of a below a situation here. Straight up uh, failing. Uh, the like coach succession plan thing. Now they've got a VFL coach as their coach, so a nobody. See how he goes. Um, but they have. There are sign. They are signing Nick Dacos. Um, mm-hmm. That was so news. that will be that will be big for um, them because uh, yeah. he's a jet. Let's talk about your yeah. beloved club. Oh, up the bombers, mate. We uh we get around the bombers, but uh. We've given the Bombers a B-plus this year. Uh, decent season. They made finals. few uh, young players developed. Ben Rutten's got off to a good start. But um, Bombers just too inconsistent and they lost a lot of easily, easily winnable games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah Bob Frio? Frio. Um, C-plus because they actually were in with a chance to make finals towards the end of the year. And they've got some like good young players like Sean Darcy, Brace, uh, Andrew Brayshaw, Sarong. But they just have a very inconsistent team lineup. They just got yeah. so many different people playing every week. Uh, it's just – it, it's hard for them to contend, of I think. Course. And also, Chera wanting to move out to back to Victoria uh, to play with Carlton is not good for their list. Uh, given that he's another definitely an up-and-coming midfielder that will uh, yeah. slot right into the uh, – way that Fremantle play that's true uh with, Geelong with, yeah with Geelong we've given a B plus finished top four as expected but um then again when do, when don't they finish top four uh but the thing, they just don't have any youth they're a very old side like half of them uh about to uh book their place or book their stay at the retirement home so um and they're all just yeah. flogs oh well, that's according to you Bob but uh uh, it's just like they'll have the next two, three years max, and then they're just gonna have to have a major, major rebuild. They'll be down very yes, low. That's how most AFL clubs work, Bob. But uh, good on you. No, because most clubs actually bring some youth in, just they've got yeah. zero. Good on Gold Coast. Coast. All right, uh, below E, uh, because I mean, it's good. Because they continue to rebuild and uh, get a few young guns. But, I mean, they're finding out their number one draft pick, uh, Matt Rowell, is pretty injury prone. Uh, and they were expected to be pushing for finals, being in that sort of uh, middle range, just out of the eight. But uh, n- not this year. Uh, so, Stewie Jew may also need a bit of a boot. Uh, we'll just see, though. Let's hope everything yeah. works out for him. Yeah. Uh GWS, um, Bob. they they got a B, yeah. they got a B, um, because they did make finals. Actually, won a final, so that's pretty good. Um, yeah, but like Stephen Cornelio is their captain. He can barely get a game. Like they really need to get a new uh, leadership group. I think. Uh, yeah, and 
like Toby Green's a jet, but you just need to start behaving because they miss him a lot when he's not playing. They do. It was even against uh, who did they verse? It, they didn't verse Brisbane. They versed Geelong, Geelong, right? Yeah, they versed Geelong, and they really would have needed a Green if they wanted to get over the line, which obviously yeah. they didn't. But um, I guess enough with GWS. On to Hawthorne now. Uh, they had a good second half of the year, not so strong in the first half, but um, I guess they've shown. Uh, that uh, they can play and they might look good for the next couple of years, but uh, we'll just have to see how they build. Um, but, of course, yep. losing uh, Alistair Clarkson there. Do, could you say Hawthorne's greatest ever coach? Or he's probably, up there? Probably, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to tell. We haven't we've only lived through this year of 40. But um, Alistair Clarkson has left, so... Uh, they just need to find a new coach and try. Yeah, get back Sam to the Mitchell's stage. Sam Mitchell. Sam Mitchell's their new coach. Head coach. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Well, so Sam Mitchell can get him over the line next year and in following yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, right. Your on to the beloved days. Oh. Well, is there is there anything bad about them, Mark? It's an A plus for the year. It's an A plus year. Yeah, but I mean, the kicking efficiency was pretty bad. That's the one thing I can say about it. But well, I could hit more kicks than they could. But otherwise, I had a pretty good year. <laughs> Don't talk, talk smack until you actually go play <laughs> AFL, mate. Your oh, left mate. foot is shocking. Oh, um, give me strength. Uh, so they Melbourne finished top four for the first time in... Wait, no, finished top of the ladder for the first yeah, time yeah. in 57 years. Found lots of good young players who just really cemented their spot in the team and had yeah. five All-Australian players. Um and of course, they won the grand final. So I mean, you can't really get a much better year than that. I don't think. Yeah, well, that's an A plus for sure. Uh, now onto a bit more disappointing North Melbourne. Um, I'm giving them below E. Where oh, there's nothing really good to say about them, other than their list is kind of starting to uh, kind of starting to form. Uh, Jaden Stephenson yeah. was alright, starting to show that he was a good picker. But otherwise, it's just there's no light at the end of the tunnel for North, I don't think. I don't think right now. Oh, so I reckon James Shake will be yelling at his computer right oh, now yes. listening to this. But oh, yes. Well, uh, sorry, James. Shout out. Not sorry. Um, Port Adelaide, Bob, would you like to? Um, gave him a B plus because actually were because um, normally they've only really been good playing at Adelaide Oval, but they had a um, 6-2 record away from home in the first half of the year, I think it was. Um, Top four so they actually two. quite well. Um, Ollie Wine sort of breakout season, winning the Brownlow. Oh, so it's good yeah. they found was some he's found some form. But again, they were just inconsistent throughout this throughout the year. Um, yeah. Uh, then they had a few injuries as well, um, and disappointingly uh, lost in the prelim when they probably could have made the grand final. I reckon. Now off to the Tigers. Oh, Tigerland, get around it. Didn't make the finals this year. Uh, premiership drought. Uh, not drought, premiership hangover, uh, get around it. Um, but, I mean, it's good to see that they have a little bit of uh, youth coming through. So, it's not all uh, it's not all negative, but it's true. Yeah. It's a D rating they, for the Tigers. They, they just, yeah, they just underperformed. Just, of course, yeah. But they did have, they were very injury prone this year, to be fair. But they fair. did underperform. Every team has to have their share of injuries, though. It's... Uh... <laughs> St Kilda. Yeah, St Kilda. What if we give them Bok? 
day plus which is actually a little harsh looking at it now yeah it is very harsh but um i can we give him a c or a c plus or i reckon we can upgrade him to a c the fact that they played finals last year and then missed out on this year yeah. that's i think that's why we gave him the low rating but i mean jack Steele, you know, like a gun had another solid course, year yeah but, and they're starting to look okay at times like of course they've had their games where they lose by 100 points but uh everyone I mean, has I, those yeah exactly i mean not the bombers oh, actually not not not, not the days uh biggest loss was twenty. Well, you lose points, to adelaide so. at uh adelaide oval so okay we Sydney. Flag. Um, yeah, uh, Sydney, we gave them the B. Um, they made uh, finals. Uh, they have loads of young talent coming through. Buddy still looks like a key forward option. Doesn't look like he's uh, going to stop anytime soon. Uh, but they should have at least gone through to the second week of finals. Uh, and it's even worse that they lost to the Crosstown rivals in that uh, first game. So I reckon yeah. a B is a fair score for them. Fair enough. Yeah, they were a bit of a smoky going to the finals to go yeah. pretty deep in, but they just lost in the first week. Yeah. Um, West Coast, um, E+. Plus. Yeah. They look good they, at the start like, of the year. Yeah, and then like, they should have pushed for top four this year, to be um, yeah. to be fair. But, like, it was way too inconsistent. Like, their bottom six players just, like, really struggled. Oh, yeah. They couldn't was... find... That's what... Like the good teams, like even their bottom six players still can hold their spot with the West Coast. They just really struggled. Yeah, exactly. No depth. So A plus is the uh, is the uh, grade we're giving. A plus. It's, it's not yeah. a, it's not a, sorry, it's, it is a fail, but it's not a negative E, below E. <laughs> no. So uh, yeah. Yeah. The doggies. Now off to uh, doggies, the other premier, premiership, no, not premiership, grand final Contenders side. team group, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we gave them an A because it's an effort to make it to the grand final, uh, especially coming from fifth. So, uh, yeah, they've got a solid new field group led by the Bond uh, with McRae, Hunter, Trelaw, Dunkley, Smith. Just it's going well, it's going well for them, but uh, I think they just need some more key defenders as they struggle to contain their uh, the other team's tall forwards. But um, yeah, I guess they also had a pretty bad end to the season. Could have secured a top four. Uh, yeah, I think they had. I think they had three losses in a row uh, in yeah. the last three games of the year, which made yeah. them drop from second to fifth. So yeah, it's not good. But um, but anyways. it was an A-rated season. Well, uh, I think that wraps it up, Bob. We uh, that, that wraps that from, up. Yeah, wraps that up. Not this. Uh, <laughs> still got a, still right. a little bit more to go. Just, just a little bit more to talk about. But um, now we've got a topic that you want to discuss. I would love to discuss. I've uh, recently been uh, reading, uh, believe it or not, I read that um, <laughs> that Melbourne is now up for the debate being the uh, uh, sports capital of the world. Like now up for beat to that. Oh, now up for debate, but not being the sports capital of the world. Uh, and reading further into this, London and uh, New York seem to be the two biggest sort of contenders in this uh, little fight we'll, we'll cause uh, in this little dispute. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think we should just discuss this, Bob. We should just put an end to all this madness. So, uh, well, we've got we've got every sporting thing that 
Melbourne, London, and New York host. And yeah. looking at it now, it's pretty clear. Yeah, that it Melbourne is. the most. Well, so do, we just go through all the stuff the we'll, Melbourne yeah, hosts. Well, let's go through New York and London first, and then we'll let Melbourne okay. overwhelm everything else. So with New York, they have the New York Marathon. They have the US Open, which is the tennis. Uh, it's one of the four yep. Grand Slams. Then they have a few PGA golf events, which is, I mean, that's only really American focused. Who cares? Who cares? Pretty much. Uh, then we have NBA games, NFL games, MLB games, NHL games, and MLS games. So that's basketball, gridiron, baseball, baseball, ice hockey, and uh, soccer. Soccer. So um. I mean, I guess they it's can't, all they pretty can't. American fa- uh, folks focused. They can't. They can't like guarantee like a big game there either because it's just home and away games. Or of if course, the team yeah. makes the finals, they play a final there. So none of those yeah. real big, big the, like events. The grand finals and stuff aren't played uh, in a, a certain city every year, or isn't played yeah. at the uh, uh, isn't played at the like home teams' yeah. home. It's a yeah. It's an odd way to do it, but it seems to work. But um, yeah. one more thing and about New York. They had the Winter Olympics in 1980. Sorry, Bob, I cut you off there. What were you going to say, mate? No, that, that, that's what I was going to say. And they also oh, had the perfect. Winter Olympics in 1980. So. Yeah, so, um, I mean, the, the worse Olympics, the less common Olympics. But yeah. um, um, London, that'll cause some, that'll cause some uh, a bit of discussion outside the podcast, I'm, I reckon. I mean, that, that call. who doesn't love... Oh, sorry. Who likes the Winter Olympics more than the Summer Olympics? I agree. Like, I agree. I'd rather the Summer Olympics than the Winter Olympics, and they're probably bigger, but there would be people who do rather the winter than the summer. Like skiers I've, I've and I've got some words for you then. Uh, all right, London Bop, would you like to run us through? Uh, yeah, so they hold the, Wimble- the Wimbledon tennis uh, event, which is another one of the major Grand Slams. Uh, yep. They hold the Six Nations Rugby, the London Marathon, the London Triathlon. Uh, they also host one of the NFL uh, gridiron home and away games every year. They hold right. lots of the English Premier League games because it's kind of based out of London. Uh, like yeah, half well, I think there's six, six, teams are from six teams in the EPL are from London and six championship teams, which is like Div 2, are also from yeah. London. So, uh, yeah. yeah. They also, to... There's also some T20 Blast cricket games there, uh, yeah. which is like the English cricket um, competition kind of. And now... Uh, but they've held the Olympics three times, 1908, yeah. 1948, and 2012, and the also the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, the only city to hold it three times. I think Paris... So that's a pretty... Paris in 2024 will uh, join them there, but otherwise, up in, uh, as of right now... That's pretty big, though. Three Olympics, that's... It is. It's massive. And uh, especially one of the more recent ones, too, that... Uh, mm. Yeah. So now, are we going to so talk now, about... Oh, Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne. I love Melbourne. We love Melbourne. Um, all so, right. So, so we, Bop and I both truly believe that Melbourne is the uh, greatest city in the world when it comes to sports. Uh, yeah, 100%. 100%. We're also the most locked down city in the world, but um, that doesn't stop our <laughs> Melbourne spirit. Yeah. We, we, we uh, win some, we lose some, but... Exactly, mate. Exactly. Uh, but the, some of the sporting... Uh, events that Melbourne holds, uh, but not limited to, is the Australian Open, which is the first Grand Slam of the season uh, for tennis. The Australian Grand Prix, which is the generally the opening Grand Prix of the Formula One season, but 
I think that's bound to change given uh, COVID and Bahrain's had that uh, role for the past couple of years. Yeah, we host the AFL Grand Final, other than COVID years. Super Rugby Games, uh, which is like the Super Rugby League. Um, <laughs> no, which is, which is yeah. uh, Rugby Union. I'm pretty Rugby. Yeah, union. it is. Yeah, and that's, like, that's is, a yeah. pretty small league, five teams, but still, it's a league. Um, yeah. We have the Bell's Beach Surfing uh, Pro Competition, however you want to say it. Um, yeah. That's just outside of Melbourne, but give or take. It's not like Melbourne have great surf beaches at St Kilda or whatever. Not yep. in the Bay. Um, then we have the Boxing Day Test, which how, how many people do you reckon visit the Boxing Day uh, Test? Would there be 400,000 attendants or a bit less? Uh, yeah, probably probably somewhere between 350 and 400,000. Um, yeah. Some people would go multiple days, but that'd be yeah. how many tickets are going to sold. But like yeah, exactly. first day boxing test against England, boxing day test against England, you can get yeah at least yeah, 90, 95,000 in there. Yeah, it's um, cool. It's um, and this that's year, single, sorry, that's this year, one of the re- oh yeah, you go. Oh, bo- cheers, mate. Um, you go. Cheers. So the it's also this year's against the, uh, England for the Ashes. So this will be absolutely massive. Given last time there was the Ashes, this was twenty nineteen mid year and. Uh, Last time he was in Australia, it was like 2018, uh, sorry, 2017, 18 summer, I believe it was. Other than the fact that there probably won't be big crowds because Dan Andrews, but... Uh, well, I mean, you can't blame it on him. I mean, <coughs> I, I hate getting uh, controversial about this, but I mean, it's... Lockdowns aren't Gladys. all necessarily that bad. Gladys. <laughs> I mean, she's not even Premier anymore, but... Uh, <laughs> one, one of the big reasons... That Melbourne is the sporting capital, though, is the MCG. Oh, absolutely. Which hosts the Boxing Day Test, the AFL Grand Final. Exactly. Um, it hosts, um, well, I mean, it hosts AFL games. It hosts some uh, soccer exhibition games, which aren't too often. Yeah. Uh, and some Big Bash. Big Bash games. Uh, games. But um, yeah. Melbourne also holds the <laughs> Melbourne Cup, which is a horse racing, obviously, at Flemington Racecourse. So that's, uh, I would say, one of the top three or four biggest races of the year. Um, then we also hold NRL games, A-League games, and NBL games. So r- rugby league, soccer, and basketball games in Melbourne. So uh, yeah, with also the Olympics and para, not Paralympic, Commonwealth <laughs> Games in 1956 and 2006. So we've uh, had our fair share of sports events and i think it's pretty it's, clear yeah it is definitely yeah, it's pretty clear we're we're, we're the best we are superior to every other city in the world but the thing that has been causing a bit of uh chatter in the community has been okay. about our our all the quarantining means we haven't been able to actually hold lots of sporting events here yeah and international fans can't come and watch and spectate yeah. live in person which uh i know this happened with uh the tennis last year was mostly just an Australian uh, fan base, which is still pretty large, but it's not, you don't get your, yeah. uh, or your Americans or your British or whatever following their favorite players. Yeah. That. But there's, there's still been like the, in the Australian Grand Prix, the last two years has been canceled because of COVID. 
Yeah. Or maybe it was one year. No, maybe it was other, two like, years, actually. Two, yeah. Um, it was like... I think they came over, but then they yeah, canceled. Yeah, everybody was like over. Everybody was about to watch the... Uh, about to watch the... Not the qualifying, but the one of the first practices. Practice and, sessions, uh, yeah. they called it off just hours before, I think. So, uh, and then the tennis... I wouldn't be surprised if lots of big players won't come and play because they won't want to quarantine for two uh, weeks before because yeah. like every other tournament they've played in, they, like they might be in a bubble, but they don't have to quarantine before going into that bubble. Exactly, um, yeah. And well, also with the really Boxing varies. Day test, Boxing Day test has been chatted that the English players, some of them won't want to come over because they have to do two weeks of quarantine before going into a bubble. I, I find that kind of uh, ridiculous how you don't want to quarantine. Well, I guess it's I mean, not, if you're, like, it's if not you're one of the big, big, if you like the big, big players who've played like a lot of cricket, for instance, for England, like yeah. to miss one tour to stay home with your family, like, but the issue with that is, and I'll be sending over a fringe second rate team to play against oh, our. Cool. Exactly. It takes away team. from the excitement of it. It's uh, the Ashes becomes less like. It's less like the two biggest teams in the uh, mm. in like in the cricketing world. Given that was like I think the first ever Test match was between Australia and England or whatever, um, possibly. Yeah. So it was like something like that. Something like that. Um, so it just takes away from the real experience of playing in the Ashes. It's um, yeah. I don't know. I've, I. Just, Players yeah. should just be able to cop it on the chin, suck it up, do your two weeks in quarantine. I'm, I'm sure if you're getting shipped out to Australia to play a few games of cricket, I'm sure they can uh, uh, afford to get you in a nice enough room where you can have some equipment that will help you keep fit or something. Yeah, and it's, it's not going to last for much longer either. So exactly, like, exactly. You've done it for almost two years. Do it for the next few months. And like, exactly. And it's not, like, it's not like Ashes is... It's not like the Ashes is going to be held in Australia that often anyway so if yeah if you're somebody like uh i'll say root i don't know how old root is but i'm expecting that he's probably at somewhere at the end of his prime if he I doesn't yeah somewhere in late late 20s yeah, yeah i think late 20s to 30 yeah yeah so like if he doesn't choose to come this year and then something happens with him next time that's his ashes away gone so yeah, he's he's thirty. He's thirty, and he's, he's turning yeah. thirty-one in two months. So yeah, so he'll be like 37, 38 in two ashes times. Which oh yeah, no, who's going to want no, a thirty-eight-year-old no. playing? No, no, no. It'll be like you know, isn't it every two and a half, five? He'll be like thirty-five, I reckon thirty. But that's oh, still okay. way too probably going to be too old. Yeah, it's still too old. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, as I said, players just cop it on the chin, suck it up, and then play your sport two weeks later. It's yeah. not that hard. It's a, it's a minor inconvenience for everybody else who's doing two weeks quarantine. It's just... Yeah. yeah. Now, as Yes, Bob. Have you got a fun fact for us this week? I do. I do. I've come up with a really good one. It's a, a golf ball. has 336 dimples on it, on average. <sighs> Wowzers! I know. Jeez, that's that's it's, uh, that's big. I counted all my golf balls. One on? Pardon? What website did you find that one on? I actually, what I did, mate. I got all the golf balls out of the bag and I counted every single little dimple on all of them, and then I divided it by how many golf balls were there, and then that's how I got my average. So, um, wowzers! 
I know. Quick maths. <laughs> you must be very, very bored. Oh, man. I was extremely bored. But, um, what I do for this podcast, mate. What I do. We love it. We love it. We love it. Indeed. All right. Well, I reckon that wraps us up. What do you think? Uh, I think we've pretty much talked about everything we need to talk about. Should we announce what's happening for our podcast next week? As it's a pretty big podcast. Well... I think you've got a better idea of what's happening, Bob. I think you're still trying to surprise me a little bit. So uh, why don't you surprise uh, well, me? Yes. Next week, we're going to be doing the T20 Cricket World Cup preview podcast yes. with two special guests. We've got two do, special do guests. Do we keep on. their uh, identity, identity secret or do we, do, we, do we make it as a surprise? Do we... What do you reckon? Well, I don't know. We've already told him there's two, so maybe we maybe we do a uh, uh, we'll do an Instagram post with a question exactly. mark on it, and exactly. we'll get people to guess. You put your guesses yes. in, and then we'll we'll announce who the guests are later in the week. Yes. What do you reckon? I uh, I think that's a plan. I think that's a plan. So it's going to be a dynamic a, duo. That's a that's a final hint. That's a hint. It's going to be a big episode. Um, if you're still listening, probably one of the two or three people who are now, oh, make sure you it. tune in for next week. Uh, right. And find us on Instagram at the the Real Players Podcast. Is that correct? Yep, it is. Uh, Slide into our DMs there, or uh, yep. email us at the Real Players Podcast at gmail.com. On Spotify at the Players Podcast and YouTube at the Players Podcast. Give us a subscribe, yes. like, follow, comment. Yes. Make sure to uh, tune into uh, Bop and Az's quiz. There'll be a couple of those coming out this week. Maybe one, maybe two. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. I think we've got some pretty interesting stuff to uh, explore on the Sporkles. Uh, possibly a tier list. We'll, uh, we'll see. <laughs> I'll we'll have to see. wait and see. Well, exactly. it's been a good one, yeah. as Yeah, thanks, Bob. May has been great. Uh, looking forward to episode five. Uh, I guess that's it from here. Cheers, mate. See you, mate.